Eli, why do you always have to be so close to the camera, dude? Hello. Hello. He's got an obsession with the, 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 the camera on his Hello. laptop, right? You got games on your phone? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the CrossGen Podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded, but we are back. And we are back with the episode that I think everybody was looking forward to. We are going to be doing the Elden Ring Endgame episode. Uh, Before we start, I just want to ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you get on Apple Music. Uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can find your podcast. That's the easiest way to help our little brand. And don't forget to jump on our YouTube page because this is now a also, it's also a video podcast. And we also have a channel over there called Cross Gen Play where us knuckleheads are playing games. Right now it's all about Elden Ring, obviously. But or is it? Now, since we've kind of beaten the game, we're going to be transitioning into other new games. Well, you guys, well, I still... You're still doing At Elden least Ring? in terms of stream, I'm woefully behind. But outside of stream, uh, get, get on my level. Well, you're still, you're still doing informal gaming. And informal yes. gaming in that sense hasn't completed. What was the last boss that you beat on informal gaming? Radon. Radon. So you're... <laughs> You're still a bit away, right? Early game. Yeah, it's, okay. it's early game. So, at least one stream, uh, one of one of the the videos on cross gen play is gonna still be about Elden Ring. So, if you've missed any of those, um, just look for the informal gaming series. It's up to part seven right now, as of this podcast, which we are recording on Saturday, um, June twenty fifth. Yes. 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 So you're up to part seven on that series. But uh, within the next week, we're going to be, me and Eli are going to be wrapping up Elden Ring and we're going to be transitioning to something else. Do you have an idea yeah. what you're doing, E? For, for the for cross play, gen, cross gen play? I know you said you wanted to do like a horror, horror game, right? Something like that? Oh, you still? I don't know. Undecided? Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. I thought you. I thought you had a plan already. I might do New Game Plus again. Oh, so we're still oh, staying on. So, Mister, we gotta move away from Elden we Ring. We do have to move away from Elden Ring. I want to touch grass. Okay, so look. Okay. I'm, I'll do like the final boss of uh, New Game Plus because I'm almost. So Radagon. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm up to Radon right now, so all I have to do is uh, kill. Both of you guys are on Radon. I'm not even battling them. I'm just murdering them brutally. It's just a five-second battle, so yeah. Okay. I'll just, yeah. All right, so that's cross-gen play. Uh, Please remember to look for it on YouTube, and that's where you also find the video editions of this podcast. So anyway, on that note, we're talking about Elden Ring. Elden Ring, a game that came out in February of this year and has really, truly just dominated the video game space. I mean, we're talking about a game that across the board, for the most part, is receiving 10 out of 10 from the different video game websites that we like to look at, you know? Um, Clearly, this is probably a game that's going to be definitely a contender for game of the year, if not game of the year itself. I agree. Um, 
And this is a game that sold, and I'm, I'm going to give you the actual stats because I find it fascinating. This game, within the first five weeks of um, it coming out, sold 13.4 million copies. To be in to to kind of retrospect that out, and I'm I'm going off memory, and I'm gonna say it right here. My memory hasn't been great lately, but the best selling from software game prior to that, in its entire run, had sold about ten million copies. Elden Ring did it in the first five weeks. So hey, there there is there is something to be said about Elden Ring and how it's kind of affected not only video game, but pop culture also, because we see memes all over the place. We see videos and, and stuff on YouTube. That that's It's just kind of taken over everything. Though it's at our expense. Yes. No maidens? No maidens. No, man. no maidens? Just tarnished. We're all tarnished. So let's talk about it, because the last time we, we spoke about Elden Ring on the podcast... It was more of a mid-game discussion, right? Yep. Um, we've since transitioned. Everyone here has beaten the game. the game. Um, AJ is actually beating the game, what, four times now? Three times, going to go on four, and I'll tell you the story about that and my lamentations regarding it. Okay. All right. Yeah. So l- let's talk about it. End game. Yes, but before we talk about Endgame bosses, we have to give an honorable mention to a boss who's practically considered mid-game. Yeah, and that's Millennia. Mm. Millennia. Millennia. Millennia was... Oh, man. (laughs) If she's considered mid-game, she was tough. Easy. Yeah. Says the person that took over two episodes to beat her. Easy. Because she is Melania, Blade yeah. of Mikkel. I think every one of us had problems with Melania. Yeah. Right? Actually, can I tell you a funny story? Sure. So when I first beat Melania, it took me days. Emphasis on the word days. Like, do you have a specific number in terms of days? Like a week? That's a good way to put it, uh, roughly. So let me ask you this then. How many hours do you put into playing Elden Ring a day? Um, Give or take. That could be anywhere from three to four. So, wow, that's a lot of game. That's a lot of gaming. Um, Touch some grass. Yes, exactly. Well, it's at night, so I'm not going to go touching grass at night. Oof. Um, But, okay, so days... When I first entered new game, I couldn't do it at all. I ended really? up having this uh what you call it? This uh this saint go and kill her for me. One of those uh jarnished type dudes. Wait a second, Let wait me a solo her. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So in your original game, which I guess you can say you were probably a lot less weaker of a character, you beat her. But in New Game Plus, where you can new conceivably game. make the ki- new game, new game, right? New where game. you can conceivably say that your character is more robust, is a stronger character, higher yeah. level, it's better little weapons. Right? I, I didn't do much grinding. Yeah, I did only a little bit of grinding between 
the original save. I mean, not the original save. First run and second run. Okay. But it was enough to say, okay, I was 100, maybe 200 something. Now I'm 240 or something. Okay. Wow, that's interesting though. So, so that was the second time. I could not beat her myself, no matter what I tried. Okay. Third time around, which was not like a couple days ago, I beat her in like 20 to 30 minutes. Mm. It's pretty good. <laughs> like, sometimes you just need to walk away from the game, especially games like this, right? No, no, yeah. but this, this is millennia we're talking about. It took me days. <laughs> Days to kill this rot goddess. And it took me 20 to 30 minutes on New Game Plus. So maybe. Not New Game. Not the original run. New Game Plus. So the only thing I can say is that you've died enough to her that you've kind of figured her out. Yeah. New Game Plus. Yeah, basically. <laughs> He's like, yeah. So Millennia is is an interesting character because you don't have to beat Millennia to further the game. Nope, Millennia, Legends boss. Millennia is kind of an, like you said, yes, an optional boss. Um, and, But she is, and it's funny because some of the optional bosses in Elden Ring can tend to be some of the hardest bosses in the game. Yeah. Which is which is weird, right? Because I, I look at her, I look at the bane of my existence, Placidusax, or however the heck you want to call his name, right? And those guys were significantly harder. Now, not to say, you know, when we get into some of the other bosses that they were easy, but these guys were like, throw the the controller at the TV hard. <laughs> You know, um, so let's talk about Millennia and her specific attacks because she has one that's like super, super annoying, especially in her first phase, right? Yes, uh, but first things first, got interject here. Okay, getting to her. Oh yeah, was that fun? <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I mean, Ordina, like Ordina. Yeah, Liturgical the, Town, the, you have to evade the invisible black knives just mm-hmm. to unlock the Halig tree. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of annoying. Isn't there it another is way bit. to unlock the Halig tree without going there? No. I think there was, right? Oh, there isn't? That is literally the only way to get to the Halig tree. I remember doing my stream with Ordina, and Ordina was super annoying only because of the fact that I didn't take the time to read the inscription which it literally says just go into the like that gaol or whatever right and and you have to invade the other form of ordina i i spent the entire time i spent probably what like a good 20 30 minutes just running around like an idiot yeah trying to figure out what was going on okay until i finally figured out oh you've got to go there and then once you get there um it's not very apparent, at least at the beginning, of what you have to do, which is kind of a staple of Elden Ring in general. But those, what are those? Those that black... light the candles. Yeah, but the the assassins. Yeah. That are invisible and 
unbeatable, those guys are annoying. Yeah, I just I run. Yeah, like Once I, I run, don't even uh, try to fight them. Just light the candles, get get the hell out of here. You and it's what? not even. Once you run, it's they're not easy. even the worst thing. Yeah, I know. Those I archers are the worst thing. Just about to say that those guys are the worst because you can't really avoid those guys. You just kind of you got to find a way to surpass them, right? Uh, those freaking Albanoric archers. God, mm. you had a hard time with that too. E right. With those archers trying to trying to do the yeah, rooftops, it only took me like what maybe like five attempts. It was easy once you just ran and did the, did the parkour. Yeah, so it wasn't that hard. It was mainly once you got to the Halleck tree that was a little bit annoying. Yeah, because you gotta like go through all the routes and you have to go through like several different sites of grace. You got what El Fael, you got the prayer room, you got uh. Well, the roots is the very end. We're right before Melania. Um, yeah, there's about six sites of grace there. Yeah, like four or five. You know. That's yeah. It, it's it's an ordeal. Now, there's a lot of parkour. Oh yeah, which especially is if you want to go the easy way. Yeah, remember I showed I'm you the good. easy way. That's something I'm not good at in this game. Parkour does not work for me. I went through the hard way the first time. Oh boy, that's the hard be. way is guarded by. Not one, but two Halig Tree Knights, the equivalent of Leandel Knights, and a Putrid Tree Avatar in the middle of the doorway. Those guys are annoying also. Add that to the list of annoying uh, characters in Elden Ring. Oh, and that's not even the best part. That's not even the best part. The hard way is also guarded by, like, one, two, three, four... Clean rot knights. No, 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 no. Um, ballista. Remind me again who those guys are. You know the those big machines that yeah. shoot arrows the size of cars. Oh yes, and they stagger you. Yes, four of those, and then the two knights of the avatar. <laughs> I remember that's when we the were, hard way when we were doing it we had to find a way to sneak past those two that were on like the it was almost like a uh a, a walk like above it was like a really thin um gantry or whatever yeah that was the easy way yeah i know <laughs> imagine that <laughs> so that was tough so the 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 road to millennia which people you don't have to take is super hard even though you're going the easy way and and the easy way again relies on a lot of parkour. So, um, from software made it hard to get to the hardest boss in the game. Yeah. That is just that's just wrong. Now on to the boss herself. I would like to know out of all of her attacks. What was the one you hated the most? I know which one I hate the most. It's the one that I cannot dodge for the life of me. Pretty sure we all have the same attack. Which one is it? Speak, speak power to truth or speak truth to power. Which one is it? Wind dance. Waterfowl dance. Waterfowl dance. I wasn't too off. Um, Did you say yeah. wind dance? Yeah, wind, wind dance. Because he won. That's he that thing Godric does. Yeah. Uh, waterfall dance was probably like the the hardest uh, hardest attack. 
um, mainly because it's not impossible to dodge, but it is pretty hard because it catches you off guard. Okay. It's super quick. And that was also, too... It's also a lot of hits, consecutive hits. Yeah. Back to back to back. It's basically a whirlwind of hits, right? You need to find the right window. And the best part about that, too, she gains health from every strike you she yeah. lands. <laughs> so, like, it's really you tough. have to you have to really like the first time that I fought Millennia, I didn't see the waterfall dance because waterfowl dance because for some reason both me and my mimic tier were able to really just destroy her very very quickly funny story that is what i relied on in my 20 to 30 minute walkthrough like i timed it perfectly so that when the mimic tier did corpse piler i went in right after it finished and did corpse piler and it was just a cascade of corpse pilers and not allowing her to attack and staggering her each and every goddamn time so she does nothing so what what talismans did you use for for millennia? So the most important one, and it's also related to a quest line that kind of follows you all the way to the Halig tree, is the rotten winged sword insignia. It is a lifesaver. One I did not have until I got it against the final boss, Radagon. Oof. I was using the winged scythe insignia yeah that's kind of like the slightly lesser version yes. of it hmm. so i use that i used i did not use the godskin swaddling cloth no i also used mogs. no i did not use mog's exaltation really nope i used oh god i'm blanking oh the dragon shield crest I uh, for Dragon Shield Crest, I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Is basically the one that gives you um like a massive de defense boost. Um I also used oh god, why is this getting so hazy? Um uh, Did you use the green turtle? No. Did you use Rat Radagon's scar seal? I I don't have the confidence to use those like mm. Becoming a glass cannon isn't for me. Okay. Um, what weapons did you use? Oh, it was Rivers of Blood. Just okay. Melania is the only one that I will unabashedly use Rivers of Blood for. Unabashedly. Okay. What about you, E? Do you remember your fight with Melania? Yeah. What did What did you use going into that fight? Rivers of Blood. Um, talismans were probably Mogs. Um, definitely not Godskin. Definitely not Godskin. Um, but it was definitely Mogs and a bunch of other stuff that I can't remember. But that's that's it. It wasn't anything special. Okay, it's just a blood build. When I when I went in, I I used a blood build, but I didn't use my blood build effectively because I had kind of pumped all of my stats into. Vigor, mind, and um, what's the one that does stamina? Stamina. Vigor, mind. That's endurance. And endurance. So I, I was literally a tank that was, um, that never got tired. But I did use as weapons uh, the Rivers of Blood, 
and I, on my offhand, I used the Glass. meteorite uh, staff, the meteorite staff oh. with rock sling. And in terms of the talisman, I did use Lord of Blood's exaltation. I had the the wing sight insignia. I did use the Radagon sword seal. Is it the sword seal or the scar seal? What the uh, more powerful one? Sword seal is the more powerful. Yeah. One. Okay. I did use sword seal, and then I used, uh, I believe it was the cerulean medallion, which kind of helped with FP. Got it. So that those were the things that I did when I walked in. So I remember the other talisman I used. And this is actually a great one that I recommend for everyone, even though it comes at a price. Mm-hmm. The Shard of Alexander is amazing. Which I can't seem to get. I don't know it's, why. He's in Crumbling Farum. So maybe that's why, because I haven't I haven't finished Farum yet. Yeah, you yeah, he so his quest line ends there. You yeah. also need to check if um how far you are in his quest yeah, line. You probably didn't do well, any of his quest Have you been to Jarlsberg? Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you do the Diallo's quest line? That's not part of his quest line, but I did do it. Okay. Well, it kind of is because, you know what, he's... Well, it's no, it's kind of like a, a parallel because he does help in Jarlsberg. He helps in a lot of stuff, though. I don't remember him ever visiting Jarberg. Jarberg, yeah. He goes and he helps because there's a there's another character there, another Jar. I can't remember who it is. Jarburn. Um Jar Jarsberg gets invaded by bandits. And Alexander is not enough. If I remember the quest line, which I never finished because, you know, I, he I'm was all over light. Not there. He he's there at some point. And he helps, and he actually, I believe, dies there. What? No, that's completely so. And okay, so then maybe I'm wrong. Diallos dies there. That's part of Diallos's quest. Well, line. that's what I said. Diallos dies there. I'm yeah, talking, about, I'm talking about. I was talking about Alexander. No, no, no. Alexander is is part of it, but he. I don't think he. It's it's a huge part of that quest line. Like he, it's not. It's not tied into the Alexander quest line, but he's a part of this quest line. I never saw him there. I'm not, not, I'm going to be. Did you do Diallo's quest line? Yes, I completed it to completion. He was not there. Okay, so maybe I'm wrong then. I think you're just being racist to uh, Jars. <laughs> oh, no. Thank yeah. you, Eli. <laughs> no. So, Shards of Alexander, I have to go to the Crumbling Forum. Azula, right? Yes. I have to actually fight and kill him, right? Yes. Okay, so I have to do that. I I wanted to get that talisman, but I never got around to getting it. So um, just so that people know, Lords of Blood's exaltation helps with blood blood builds, right? Because it adds, like, what, a 20% increase when there's blood around, when there's um, bleed? Something like that. Um, yeah. Like I said, the the Cerulean Medallion helps with FP. Um, Just for me, Radigan Source Seal, it it adds greatly to all of your attributes. I believe it does plus five to every single attribute. The only downside is that it lowers damage negation. Yeah. So um, you get more damage... But your HP bar is bigger. 
But if you, if but you, along with everything else, you know, if you top it off with defense, uh, with the defense talisman, you're still getting more out of it because I heard about this. I believe that, to that, that it's not even just counteracting it. It's um, what is it? It's over. It's just undoing all of the damage that it does and adding on to the defense. The defense is still greater than the 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 defense that you lose with Radagon Sorcio. At least I heard about that, or it might be a different talisman. So, That's yeah. good then, because then it makes you're not the really Radagon getting, Sorcio like a super talisman. You're then. not really getting any disadvantages there. Okay. You're just benefiting. Yes. So I know we went a little bit off, but it is it's relevant. Um but back to Melania. <laughs> oh yeah. Um so we all agree waterfowl dance is the worst, but what was the second? Worse. This one, I think there's going to be a little more diversity. Come on. What 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 do you say, E? I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. There isn't really the. There was only like. Well, I think maybe there's a second attack. I remember in her second phase, didn't really get to see much of it. But she she flies up and she's she has the wings right, and she comes down. Or no, she sends out like a bunch of soldiers that like yeah the the Aeonian butterfly uh, specters. I remember that was a little bit annoying. annoying. And then she goes down and she does the sword thrust. So yeah, it was it was a little bit annoying. You know, I'm I'm not too far off from Eli's uh, vote for second annoying because I do remember that was very annoying that you you're fighting the rot of god the goddess of rot right and she's pretty tough as it is and then she introduces like five or six specters on top of that and it's like are you being for real you know um the other the other thing which i found annoying and but it was once once you got used to it it was it was okay is the one where she falls and and drops and becomes that flower. Scarlet Aonia with that huge mm. AOE attack. Yeah, I hate that one. That's mine. Yeah, that one. That one's annoying. Also, you just have to learn to get away from it as fast as you can. Yeah. Um, but those those are kind of the two. Those are the two main um, annoying attacks for that second phase. Mm-hmm. Now, just this is going to wrap up the Melania discussion, and then I'll throw in some lore. How did it feel once you finally obtained that sweet, sweet great rune? Well, <laughs> the pure joy. <laughs> I, I believe that if and if you go back and look at the uh, the YouTube video, um, because we do have it captured um, for all eternity on there. I do remember that I may have shattered some eardrums by screaming, yes! (laughs) We're almost there, guys. Is this going to be it? Yes! (laughs) It was just, it was just amazing. I had one more instance of that, and we'll talk about that later. But yeah, that was, that was just like a weight off, off the shoulders. What about you, E? Uh, yeah, I would say the same. I, I mean, it wasn't really much because I, I realized I still had a lot more ahead of me. But yeah, it was it was very relieving, I guess. Say I could finally kill Melania. Yeah. All right. And I guess it's just Lord now. So 
Did you know that Melania has daughters? Well, now we do. Yeah. So Millicent is one of them. Thought that was her sister. Um, they kind of hint at that, but it's really more like her daughter. Which I just finished her quest line. Okay. Yeah. She's the one that gives you the the rotted wing mm-hmm. scythe quest line. Yep. And the uh, Millicent's prosthesis. That's yep. if you. That's if you kill fight her. her and kill her. Did you kill her? No, I I wanted the rotten wing, so should've I sided her. with her. You should have killed her. No, nah, like the rotten wing would have been more worth it. But yeah. I did. I will should've say this: her. I eventually did both of them. I Good. feel really bad about doing the other one, but she deserves it. Those. No, she, she did not. Death. No, she did not. All the NPCs deserve death. No, they don't. You're you go do the rot- do the rotten flame thing already. I mean, you know not what? The rotten flame. You know what I should do? The frenzied flame thing already. I'm gonna kill White Mask Bari again in New Game Plus. I mean, so okay, can I? I'm gonna say it again. To get there again, but sure. I'm gonna say I'm it again. I'm already at Radon. Eli is NPC racist. I am, <laughs> and I'm proud of it. Disgusting. Horrible. I'm mur- I'm I'm gonna murder every single NPC in my path. <laughs> yes, I'm vengeance. So Millicent is the daughter of Millennia. Yes. Now, what's weird is that it's not like a okay. Well, lore tends to gravitate towards. Millicent is a daughter in the sense that she's like an offshoot of Melania, more like a product of the Melania's Scarlet Rot. Um, or you could go the fun route. Well, no, you know what? It's not really a fun route. That that's kind of something different. But um, yeah, she's like a. How do how do I? Okay, this is gonna sound really weird, but. Picture Gremlins. Okay, I it's kind of like that. I wasn't thinking Gremlins when I was when I was thinking about Elden Ring, but please continue. I'm I'm curious. So, like, when you put water on them, what happens to them? Oh yeah, they they start to bubble out, and then they shoot off little boom, 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 all over the place. That's how I envision that. Oh, that's horrible. Mm. Well, it maybe not ex- exactly like that, but that's I the premise not. of offshoots. Yes. Okay. Um, the only other lore thing I'll I'll put in here just for the sake of time is that, and I made fun of this in one of the videos, but Melania has a simp. Has a what? A simp. Simp. In oh. a canonical in-game simp. God. You know who it is? Elmer of the Briar. That helmet you're wearing. Belongs to a simp. <laughs> Still looks cool. Like, damn, that's okay. I didn't need to know that. Yeah. I don't think the audience needed to know the that. The audience oh, definitely no. needed to know that. Oh, God. Now it can't be undone. Sims, bro. So. Sims, bro. Like. Down horrendous. What? If there was anything that. It's irrefutable, too. Then that makes Blade a sin. Well, no, Blade, Blade is different because he's kind of. That that's a two fingers thing, like whenever you're considered an Empyrean, you're basically given a shadow. Uh, Ronnie's shadow is Blade, and as we'll get to it in a little bit, Malekith 
is Marika's shade, sh- shadow. Hmm. But they're basically there to kind of, well, Ronnie goes into it a little bit. It's like they're there to be loyal companions, not in the not in the intimate sense, but in the I'm going to serve you because you're awesome sense. Oh, but okay. in the event that an Empyrean doesn't follow the two fingers directives and whatnot, they quickly turn into assassins. Hmm. That's pretty cool. So I'm Blade is cool. Blade is cool. Not Elmer of the Briar. Yeah. Mr. I'm gonna hold like a ten foot portrait of Melania in my in my in my room. Or is it down galactic. <laughs> down <Christ>. bad. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so that that concludes Melania. What's her name? Lord no. Well, is there are a couple names. Yes, Melania Blade of Mikola. Melania the Severed, Melania the Undefeated Swordswoman, and Melania Goddess of Rot. Okay. Cool. You know what? I don't care because Melania is dead. So <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for that. I don't have to deal with her unless I do it in New Game. And I think in New Game, I'll probably fare just a little bit better on the second run. So The Rotten right. Wing will help. So after that, we've got we're we're getting close because Melania, even though she's an optional boss, you're you're now in places where like we do, did we speak about the fire giant? We're gonna do that right now. Okay, fire giant, not necessarily end game, right? He's kind of like in that weird place. He right? is the 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 lock that disengages the door to okay. end game. He now, did, did you know that you can summon other characters? Oh yeah. I did not know that when I fought him. You you didn't summon a spirit ash? No, I summoned my mimic here, but no. Oh yeah, there, you can you can uh there are other characters that you can summon. Yeah, Alexander is the dude you can summon. Right. But mm. then you have to beat his quest line, right? Yeah, you have to progress his quest line to a certain point and then he'll be like Yay, dude, I heard about the fire giant. Let's go kick his you-know-what. <laughs> so I, I guess the takeaway that I'm trying to get at is for anybody who's listening to this video or watching... Okay, I did that wrong. Anybody <laughs> who's watching this video or listening to this podcast is it kind of... Not that it's important, but it'll be super helpful to do Alexander's quest line before you do any of these these battles. Yeah, you know? that, that's a, so, especially if you want some desired outcomes. Yes. So I went into Fire Giant with just my Mimic tier. And he he was kind of tough, you know. It's really just the big freaking plate. Yes. <laughs> His that's big a, piece of fine like, china. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember Eli and his first encounter with... Um, with the fire giant and you just kind of walked up directly up to him and he did the plane and killed you instantly. And you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, guys, one of his first attacks he has is like a shield really. Right. Yeah. But it looks like a plate. And basically what he does is he slams it into the ground and then he lifts it up, but it does like this Hulk type ripple effect into the ground, which is super powerful when you're walking in. For the first time, um, 
And more times than not, it kills you instantly, as it did with E. But at the very least, you're you're going to be hurting big time after that. So you, yeah. you got to be careful. I I think the best thing that I did was I moved towards the left where there's like a bunch of trees over there yeah. and, and kind of hid from that attack a little bit. But from there, it gets... If you also time it really well, you can avoid it by jumping it. See, and that's something I don't do enough of. I don't jump a lot in Elden Ring when I'm battling. So, I know E's like a master at jumping. You also don't sprint. And that too. I I, I kind of tend to roll a lot. So, all yes. right. So, Fire Giant. Uh, Fire Giant was pretty... Um, Fire Giant was pretty good, uh, at least for me. Did it take you a long time to, to beat? Um, yeah, I mean, I had like two encounters with it. I mean, the first time I wasn't really prepared, but, um, the second time was really easy because all you have to do is get up close to him and then it's just an easy kill. And the second phase doesn't really anything, much of anything. Yeah, Yeah, it's really the first phase you got to worry about. Um, oh yeah, fun story. (laughs) Like to get to the second phase, you basically have to hack at his leg until it finally like very oh that doesn't look good the way it snaps oh yeah the second phase is like really um it's where he calls upon the fell god awesome it's amazing though it's amazing Yeah, yeah so um yeah his second phase he's basically on his knees just uh he the second phase he does roll though right yeah, he still rolls. Yeah, he still rolls. He still rolls. Yeah. The only boss that rolls. <laughs> yeah, I know. So imagine imagine the look when he's rolling and I'm rolling and he's rolling and I'm rolling. It's just a roll fest, you know? So. Oh, man. It was like, it was kind of, I don't know, Fire Giant wasn't anything special in my opinion. So, Yeah. Well, just got to get used to his attacks. I mean, he's got fire attacks. Um, I think the worst one is the second phase when he does that AOE. Oh, the eruption? The eruption where you, you just have to be careful not to sprint into it or at least get yourself out of it while he does it. I mean, as long as you stay near him, from what I remember, he doesn't really hit you. Yeah. The best the, thing to be the is only underneath, thing- right? For the most part, the only thing I'd say look out for is he also uses the Flame of the Fell God attack, and that's the one that follows you and explodes. Oh, yeah. That one, is that the that's one where that does, does damage. That's yeah. easy to run away from, though. Yeah, but if you're staying right there. Well, that's why you don't just stay right there. It. Yeah. That's if you run, it's like so right? easy to... Well, yeah, it is. Those are the fireballs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that is the one thing I will say look out for, aside from him, like, trying to claw at you with mm-hmm. his hands and stuff. Yeah. So once you beat him, there's a side of a grace right there. And then afterwards, you take, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm trying to remember, you take a bunch of chains to get to that big, huge structure. And what you do is you run along toward the left, and that's when you meet... Um, who is that? Melina. Melina. And Poor that's Melina. that's really the start of Endgame at that point, right? Yep. So In she asks you, now. She asks you if you want to burn the tree. 
And you have to say yes, but there is an alternative. Yeah. The alternative is if you want to save her, in a sense, you have to undergo the quest line for the Frenzied Flame. And then she doesn't do it, you do it. Yeah. And it's like, so there you go with that. Okay. Now, before we move on to our friends in Crumbling Forum, it's lore time. Did you know that there is a possibility that Radagon is related to the Fire Giants? That I did not know. How so? So there is a weapon that you can get from the Fire Giants Remembrance called the Red, the Giants Flaming Red Blade, or not Blade, uh, Braid, Flaming Red Braid. Um, and with that, basically, there in the description it says that. And, and just a, a quick aside. Um, Eli's going to step out for a quick second because his laptop is about to die. Sorry. Oh, so boy. He'll be right, right back. So continue. Yes. So the description of the giant's red braid is something along these lines. Red hair is basically like the telltale sign of a fire giant. Radagon always hated his red hair, apparently even though a lot of people like glorify and emulate it. And then it goes on to say, maybe that is the curse of their kind. Their kind. So is, is he, are we saying this is kind of like Loki and the frost giants type of thing where possibly, and you know, like but descendant? it's really weird too, because especially once you get into the whole, Corin quest line and do the Radagon is America thing and you discover that like what's it Mm-mm. um I'm trying to think cuz America is from somewhere else entirely um somewhere else entirely Eli, uh, the other side of the the thing pull the thing open we're having technical, side entirely, yes. technical difficulties because he doesn't know how to plug it in. So there we go. All right. Okay. <laughs> we'll get past this whole plug-in thing very soon. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So it makes the whole America is Radagon thing really weird because now for two beings that are actually the same person, they have two completely separate origins because America is not a fire giant. She is a Newman from the land of the Newman. So it lends more to the theory that America was not always Radagon, mm-hmm. but at least for me, then it becomes a so what kind of thing. Because, yes, it, it is a little jarring. Well, not jarring, but it is weird to find out that. The Golden Order, who only worships one god, technically actually has two gods and thus circumvents and blows up the whole Golden Order ideology. Mm. But, like, I don't know. This, if it was a long-time thing, then maybe I'd feel like that has much more of an impact. But now that it potentially is not, like, I don't know. For me, it just lands a little flatter, but that's just me. 
Okay. And that's the end of this segment of The Lord Did You Know. <laughs> there you go. So Crazy. That's lore, and, and that concludes the fire giant. And basically, we're done with the mountaintop of the giants right there because there really is no need to go back if you've done pretty much everything. I mean, that's where you get the rivers of blood, um, and that's where you defeat the fire giant. Is there anything else in the mountaintop of the giants that you get? Yeah, you could important? get Borealis's Mist if you're a dragon incantation user. Um, Is that the place where you can get the um, the you can get the Nagakiba? Is no. that no? But there's a there's an armor that you can get a samurai white reed and the white, the white reed. Okay, no. and it's also where you get the Godskin Swaddling Cloth, that same spirit caller cave. Okay. So, the, so there's a couple of things that you can get from Mountaintop of the Giants that are pretty important if you're going to create builds and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've done that. So now next up on the hit list, supposedly. <laughs> the next right? most reviled area in the game. <laughs> Crumbling far of Mazula. It's yes. just horrible. Like, if you didn't know where to go, <laughs> that it's, would suck. Isn't there a point where you can jump down to an area and never be able to go back up? I remember I got stuck at one point where I jumped down to, like, this big platform because everything there is basically floating, right? Yep. There was no way for me to get out except dying, (laughs) which you're going to do a lot. You didn't have any runes on you. (laughs) Yeah, so it... It's it's that is I haven't completed that because there is an insane amount of parkour that needs to be done in that area. And like I said, I'm not very good at parkour in this game. Like Eli, the birds. Oh, the birds. (laughs) Do you remember the birds? Uh, They're pretty, pretty annoying. (laughs) And then you also have to deal with that ancient dragon calling down dragon lightning. At the same like, time, it's really not. It's amazing, fun. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, well, that God. first dragon wasn't that hard. First dragon was easy. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, don't. Yeah. It's super... it's the next guy. Yeah. So, before we even talk about their lord, naturally, you will first be going for someone else, mm-hmm. and that is. My man, the beast clergyman, sure. Garank. Malachith. He'll be there and be like, what are you doing here, punk? You ain't <laughs> supposed to be here. Get out of here. I'm going to throw a rock at you. And he throws rocks at you. Multiple rocks. <laughs> Eli did not like that encounter. No, I hated it. It's probably the worst boss encounter I've had. Uh, yeah, you had more trouble with that than a millennia, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't feeling the boss fight. I, I think you were distracted also by um, the knight. Dracon- oh, yeah, because there's a dragon knight. Uh, something you guys should probably know. I should have killed there him. There is a draconic tree knight right outside Malik- uh, uh, Garonk's uh, boss fight. Area. So did did you find I know when I was watching E's stream even though he avoided the the Draconic Tree Knight 
he still get attacked by the draconic tree knight. Yeah. When he was going yeah. into the the boss fight area. And I don't think that happened. I know that didn't happen to me. I don't think that happened to you as much, right? Oh, for it's some reason, happened to me. It's happened to me. But for some reason, like almost every single time you walked in, and I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure that probably had a uh, an impact on how you were fighting Malekith. Because the first thing you do is you walk in and then you get staggered by that thing. And by the time that you're you're back up with your your poise, Malekith was right on top of you at that point. Mm -hmm. So I think that may have played a part into how difficult it was for E to kind of finish off the Black Blade. Yes. Yeah. That Draconic Tree Knight did not like you. Kind of kept me on edge. At yeah, so I wasn't. It was already bad enough that I had to deal with uh, Beast Clergyman whenever I went in. I always had Draconic Tree Sentinel coming after me. So it was just like, Even I didn't have as much time to prepare as I would like. And and the crazy thing is he was behind the fog when he was hitting you. Yeah. <laughs> so. And the other thing that sucks about that is um, sometimes, and I had this happen to me a couple times when I was also helping what? No, no, no. It wasn't when I was helping my friend. It was when I finished helping my friend. When you do a spirit summon, nine times out of ten, they will lock on to the Draconic Tree Sentinel. Yeah. It's so like, it's like, dude, yes. wrong person. <laughs> that happened to him a bunch of times also. Yeah. So oh he's, he's fighting the Black Blade to the death. And meanwhile, his, his spirit ash is spamming the Golden Fog. Mm. <laughs> yes. So, so uh... Gotta, Pro tip, it, it will be difficult, but I recommend killing the Draconic Tree Sentinel first. Should have done that. But you can't summon your Mimic tier. Well, no, here's, here's what I... I you cannot. I you can't use Dorn either. Yeah, so you can do that, but here's what I suggest also. Um, because when you first encounter the Black Blade, you're, you're in like this little bridge area that leads into the greater arena. Um, and so... My suggestion is to not aggro the Black Blade, summon your Spirit Ash right away, and then either run to the right or the left of yes. the, and get into the arena. Because the problem becomes, if you stay there too long, um, that He's dude is fast. Dash. He's going to mad dash at you. Yeah, that dude is fast. And what you, what's going to happen is you're going to get caught on that little bridge, and you're yeah. going to take an immense amount of damage. The The important thing is to kind of get into the arena right away. And another thing that I suggest, and this is just for me, that but I use that to great effect, use those pillars. Oh, yeah. The pillars, That's definitely going to help you, especially... That, yeah, the pillars that are in that arena, it'll help you one of two ways. It'll it'll help you with those, those you know, long-range attacks that Malekith has. If you can kind of get behind one of them but the second thing is it'll allow you to take some time and breathe and use your flasks yes so that's my other suggestion fighting. oh yeah and that was the other thing we didn't quite mention it but garonk does turn into malekith after you uh get his health down uh enough and then from there now I'll posit the, I guess, closing question for this, uh, uh, for this boss, because uh, we already know 
you guys don't change up the room supply. No. Yeah. So that preferred weapon thing is always going to stay yeah. the same. We the the talis at least for me the talisman and the the weapon set kind of stayed the same up until my final my final encounter with Radagon. But what I used against Millennia kind of translated all the way through until the very end. Um, and with Malekith, my bleed actually worked pretty well. Yeah, because you know? he can bleed. Yeah, so I, I melted him very quickly once I got around to kind of figuring out what he does. Um, yeah, so speaking of what he does, what is his most reviled attack? Eli, I'm going to leave this to you because you had the hardest time with him. Uh, most reviled attack. Is it like Malkit? Face yeah. two? Are you awake? Yeah. Um... So many, so many. The slash, yeah, like the where just, he jumps up and then just the, that's it. That's and, just it. And then what makes it worse is that well, his worst attacks are all of his attacks. Uh, where he like and then he jumps down on you, puts when the he sword. He jumps on the pillar. Huh? When no, he jumps no, on he the jumps pillar. off of the pillar, yeah, or yeah. he jumps onto you, does the slash, and then the. Oh, uh, yeah, the. The yeah. discount waterfowl dance. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, also, um, you kept the on running. He does a slash, but it's on the floor. Just all of just, his, yeah, all of his attacks. slashes yeah. attacks that extend to range. Yeah. Those you had a hard suck. time with the, the gravity with the rocks, also, didn't you? Which rocks? That he's, he's got a thing where he, he brings the rocks come up and then they come down. That one was. Oh, that's all the way in Garonk. Yeah, that that one was easy to dodge. There was like one or two times where I I wa accidentally walked into it, but for the most part, the the attacks that I had trouble with with Garonk was the one where he took his claws and he just and he crushed the floor, and then all of a sudden like the beast claws, the spikes, yeah. the spikes the came out of oh, because okay. it's practically impossible. Well, it's not impossible to dodge. I'm over exaggerating it. But it was hard for me to dodge because that I don't think the window in rolling works there because if you just ro if you roll, you you'll still st get hit. Right? You still get hit from it, and I think it's you have to you have to be in the right because there's like you have a to line. be in between them. You have to be in between them, which would is jumping weird. help. Jumping would help. Well, jumping again, would have helped. Not not that because remember it's a claw. There were there were still those, and they go. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, but you could have jumped over them. They they weren't that high. I don't they think were so. very small on the I ground. I think I tried jumping once and it did not work out. Well, you you might have you might have jumped away because I think that's what I was doing. I was dodging backwards or dodging to the side, which didn't really work. If you sprint and jump over it, I think that that would work. I'm gonna try that in my new game plus run. Okay. I might stream that. I don't know. The rematch of the century. <laughs> so before we close out Malekith, um, I do have to say one thing. Eli was super excited upon beating Malekith because he wanted to use the Black Blade armor. I still haven't used it. <laughs> but, but no, no. What was your reaction to putting it on? <laughs> because it... It wasn't the reaction that I was expecting when you put it on. You were like, this looks stupid. 
Yeah, it does look stupid. You're not a beast man. Yeah, as cool as he looks with it, when you put it on yourself, you look at, you look skinny. Yeah, it's so weird. The only thing, because uh, I will admit that I do use it, but the only parts I use because they're just so cool are the gauntlets and the boots. That's when I when the, I use those for my Elden Drip, as the kids like to oh say. Oh God, don't say that again, please. <laughs> no, no. Well, there are a lot of drippy armors in there, so you know, Elden Drip is a thing. Yeah. Yes. Right, so Malekith is done. Lore time. Oh God! Did you know? <laughs> Did you know? Well, you know, actually, a lot of Malekith's lore is up front and center. So there's not going to be a lot of did you know, but I guess, um, oh, no. Well, actually, no. Yeah, a lot of Malekith's stuff is already up front and center. Like, you obviously know he's storing the the Black Blade inside himself because it was stolen from him. Mm-hmm. And that basically precipitated the Night of the Black Knives and the death of Godwin and Ronnie's body, not her soul. So that's a whole ritual on its own. Um, and then we already know that he's basically atoning because he feels like he messed up. So that's his whole thing. That's why he became the beast clergyman. That's why he's hungry all the time because he's storing death inside his body. Makes sense. Um, and the only other thing you probably didn't know is that he's the one that uh, defeated, not killed, it's never said explicitly killed, but defeated the Gloam-Eyed Queen, who was the previous owner of the Rune of Death. It's something you just said just triggered something in me, and I, I need to ask. The Beast Clergyman, we see him in Caled, right? Yes. He's the one that's always asking for what death roots or whatever and stuff yep, like that. Exactly that. Once you beat Malekith, if you go back, obviously he's not going to be there, right? No, he's still there. Actually, yes, the clergyman is there, but it's only there as a functional. He's only there in like a but, functional purpose. And, like and if so you didn't complete his quest line, which is basically just feeding him death roots, mm-hmm. then he's there for that. But our, oh, but here, here's the thing that, I, that I question, and I wonder if this is a loophole that they kind of messed up on or whatever. Isn't the Beast Clergyman the guy that you fight that becomes Malekith? Yes, yes he is. So wouldn't he be dead? I it's mean, the only re- he would be dead, but then... Because, you know, people are going to complain. Oh, yeah, I didn't know he was Malekith. Now I can't do his quest line anymore. But I've da, done, da, da, da. I've, there's plenty of instances where that happens. Like, for example, I can't get the white mask because I didn't finish Vare's quest line. So why is that any different? You know what I'm saying? No. Is, no. is that like, is that literally a loophole that they Because I know. I don't think in, so. In it's some it's of more these just patches, a. Some of these patches, they've been fixing stuff. Like, for example, patch 104, or is it patch 103? Fix Jarsburg. What the frick? Because... You know that off the top of your head? What the hell? Because I remember I was trying to get there, and I couldn't, because there's a road, and then there was a chasm. Oh, well, that's intentional. Yeah. No, but they fixed it. 
they, they put it back. They put the lame. oh, that's lame. So there was no real way to get to Jarsburg if you were taking the route, the road. And I think they messed up on that and realized that and fixed it in one of the patches. No, so that's lame. That road continued. And the other part Stupid. was that oh on God. the map, on the map, the map prior to that patch showed the road going into Yarsburg. Yes, that was part of the illusion. Yeah, they suck at top uh, topography. Top, yeah. top no, that. No, no, I think no, no, that no, they actually do. No, 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 I think no, no, that wasn't intentional. Do. I really that, don't think that was intentional. Yeah, the I map, think that was they, they messed at, up. They suck at doing that. Like landscaping on maps, they absolutely they're horrendous no, at it. They're not. Yes, they are. No, Trust not. me. When you look at their maps, they're like places that it doesn't it's it doesn't it's it they're not good at it. This well, Yarsburg is a perfect at all. It, it's a perfect example. So, I can understand what he's saying. Yeah, I don't so know. It's intentional. Like, oh, you thought you were going to Yarlsburg. You got to find a different way because they knocked out the, the road there. No, so I think get there. I think that was just a mess up on their part, you know, and, uh, and then it's either, and ruin it's either patch 103 or patch 104 that fixed it and actually put the road back there. You know, Malekith. I don't like that at all. Malekith is I mean, but if you take it away, then you're not going to be able to trade death roots anyway. But again, you know, if if you kill patches, you can't get his bell bearing. You know, that, well, I mean, no, no, you, you can, can, you can, can, but but there you are, can't there do his things, quest, right? Exactly. There are things that if, like for example, I I faced Mog before I finished various quests. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that because I really did white want the white mask, right? Because it it's an integral part if you're building a bleed build, right? Yeah. I went to Mog, and then afterwards I found out, oh, I should have finished Vare's quest. Guess what? I'm SOL, right? So the whole thing with Malekith and, and the Beast Clergyman, if that's supposed to be him and you beat him, he shouldn't be there anymore. I that's fixed that's the, just what I'm saying. So, I fixed the pothole anyway. Huh? I fixed the pothole anyway. Yeah, so. I murdered him without finishing his quest. Oh, you so, you beat the beast clergyman and Caleb. Yeah, oh, he drops okay. a ancient dragon smithing stone. This yeah, that's really basically worth. the item you get at the end it's of his quest. Right. But like I said, it, it's just it's kind of silly that you know you you still have him there, and I understand that you can't finish it. But there's plenty of instances where you can't finish quests because you haven't done a certain thing. So, yeah, it's whatever. You know. Okay. Anyway, I, one it just thing triggered I when you said it completely glossed over and forgot about and it's probably because you two did this one off stream <laughs> oh yes i know and I, the i'm cut gonna skin duo <laughs> can i say something that one was purely by accident because i was kind of i was kind of before i streamed it you know i tend to like to you know kind of look at places and discover things and stuff so that when i stream you know I'm going directly to places instead of, you know, having people just look at me. It was like, oh, where do I go? What do I do? Stuff like that. I kind of stumbled on the Godskin duo and I fought them, not thinking that I was going to beat them. And I beat them in my first encounter with them, like easily. Again. Yeah, I did so that well again. too. That's why I didn't get a chance to stream him because by mistake, I found them, and almost kind of by mistake, I killed them also, 
thinking that they were going to be a lot harder than they were. So yeah, I did the same thing except it was intentionally, but <laughs> yeah. So the Godskin duo is the Godskin. They're pretty interesting. Yeah. So they're really just if you fought a Godskin noble and a Godskin apostle before, you already know them. Yes. You've fought them plenty of times. The only thing that makes these particular two Godskins stand out is that they both share the same health bar. Now, here's the important thing. If you kill one and the health bar still has a bunch of health, or even just that much, and the other one is still alive, the other one will revive the one that you killed. Or let's say you killed both of them and the health bar is still there. They will both come back. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. That I didn't know. That's... You have to get the health bar all the way down to completely kill them. Yeah. If you That's don't racist. and you kill them before that, they will come back. Wow. That I didn't know because I killed them. Boss. I killed them quickly. So I guess I never got to that point. I saw the, I saw them respawn, but even still, they're so easy to fight, especially the two of them. No. Both. They're like. I they're, don't like. The, uh, the apostle is easy. Pillars, dude. The noble pillars. I hate use Wait, the, the, noble. the noble is the, use the, fat the pillars. Guy. Yeah, because yeah. the only thing that makes the only thing that makes them hard, or specifically the noble, because there's only one attack that really the roll? Uh, gets you off <laughs> off the thing. No, not even the roll, because the roll is easy to dodge if you know how to do it. It's the it's the, um, the impaling attacks. Yeah, the where he stabs you from afar. That's the only thing that gets uh, catches you off guard. But for, for the most part, you can just cheese them. You're literally melting them away with whatever weapon you use, and their their attacks are pretty easy to dodge, especially if you've fought in them before. And again, that's that's an arena that has pillars, and you need to use those to your advantage. Yeah. You know, that's because a- you know pillars are pillars are a great use when you need a breather just to replenish your flasks. And stuff. So, you know, again, but it, they're yeah, I, I think they're pretty easy. You know, at least that's just my opinion. Right. You know, really quick, Lord Dump. They you served know? the Glomide Queen. That's it. I don't know who the Glomide Queen is, but I would. The Glomide Queen is a whole different podcast. I'm pretty sure. Isn't she like speculated to be like? Melanar. Yes, and I fervently believe that she is Melanar. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a lore dead? podcast one one of these days. Melanar's dead. Thank is she? Thank, well, thank the stars. Yeah, thank the stars exactly. She well, deserves. she's dead if you did one ending. She's not dead if you did another ending. Well, she deserves death. So oh, she doesn't. So does Torrent. Melanar oh, is Lord. is cold, but she has her wholesome moments. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to start another run without Melina. I'm not going to level up. I'm you actually can't do that. You, I heard that you, but you can't. Well, you can refuse her help, but... Uh, well, yeah, you know what? Actually, you can just refuse her help. You just never go back to the side of Grace and take up her offer. So, yeah. Perfect. You can't level up. All right. Good luck with that. That sounds fun. The next dude in Crumbling Farum Azula. 
the bane of my existence. Placidu Sax, who I just found supremely easy. You guys. I, so did a bunch of other people did it. I think it all depends on the play style you have. I still haven't beat him. He's the one guy that I have not beat. You guys have beat him. I I tremble and run away <laughs> like a little girl times. when I see him. What did you use? Oh, you want to know. So don't tell me you used me. I used. Well, I did. Okay. well, then obviously he won. But yeah, I used a combination of. Actually, no, it was it was mostly sorcery. But what I did was I summoned Tish. Tish is really useful. By the way, the other and last talisman I used throughout the rest of my gameplays, except for the very first one was the primal glintstone blade amazing for yes, casting heard, stuff I heard that's good um but basically the sorcery that i used to great effect was shard spiral absolutely melts his health bar um i think i toyed around with using the godskin peeler once but it was mostly that sorcery and also black blade Black Blade also. Yeah, the incantation. Yeah, I didn't I didn't use any weapon other than Black Blade. I literally just used Black Blade. I didn't I had Rivers of Blood, but I never actually attacked him with it. Yeah. All I was doing was just not spamming Black Blade, but I was like finding the right points to do it. That's what you should do. Especially towards the, the end of the game. Blood builds not as effective except for one or two guys, but that's it. Yeah. So he, for me, he is the one of two bosses that I've actually changed uh, my build for. And, and so I, for the entire game, I was using Bleed, right? For him, um, I actually had to stop and go back and farm two items. And so what I got was the Grave Digger's Scythe, right? And I got two of them. And you can get that. I believe it's in Altus Plateau. There is a grave. And I, I can't remember where it is, but I think it's southeast. There's a grave where there's a, a bunch of, you know, grave skeletons. And there's some grave magicians there, whatever. And if you continue to go back, eventually they will drop those sites. It's not, you know, and they can drop two, which they did. What I did was I, I leveled those up and I added Black Flame Tornado to that. Um, and then on top of that, this was the reason why I went to go get Black Knife Tish. And, I've, and I kind of leveled her up, but I never used it because I always kept on using... Stop using the Mimic, mimic I always tears. used the Mimic tier. It's not the answer and, to and everything. Again, another reason I did what you did, I got that shards, the shard. The glintstone shard, is it, right? The primal glintstone blade. No, no, no. The, the shard. The oh, shard spiral. Shard yeah. spiral, yes. I got that. Um, Don't know how you're going to use that this time. I couldn't. And I and I just got destroyed. I think you the furthest the right that I time. got was I got to getting him down to maybe like 10% health. I even got help from one of our twitch followers meme latte and unfortunately for him 
I was stupid enough to try and engage in the battle and not let him kind of fight. And my bad meme latte, you know, I, I wasted your, your, your summons into the game, but it was just so frustrating that it was toward the end of the stream. And I was like, you know what, this isn't happening. I I'm just, I'm skipping Placidus Axe for now. Something that I've never done in any of the bosses and any of the, in any of the the run that I've had in the Elden Ring, I just couldn't deal with him, and I was just like, I'm just going straight to Malekith, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, bane of my existence. He is my so he is my Elden Ring nemesis. Why is he the bane of your existence? What I attack beat him is the one that there does is it something for you. about him that I can't beat. When he changes into the cloud, I can skip that. When he went, I, I can dodge that like super easy. When he does those red energy blade swings, I can dodge that easy. The lightning, for some reason, I'm stupid enough to keep on walking into the lightning area of attack. Yeah, I know. I, I, and I don't know why. And I know that I'm doing it. And I still do it anyway. And the other thing is that I'm not very good at managing my, my health. So that that's the other thing. But All I need to do is sprint. It's just yeah. Then that's well, the sprint I got with him. I got it down pat because I'm always running. But it's just I I can't. He's got this. He's got this hold. I've never even seen his King Ghidorah attack where he starts shooting shooting those it's laser beams. That. You know what I'm saying? All no, you have to do that's, is jump that's over. That's my point. I've never gotten to that point. So I need to do a sprint when he's sucks. doing the lightning attacks, the red ones. Uh, he's just I, I, I think <laughs> I think he's one of these guys that has my number. <laughs> like he knows he's gonna beat me, and he's like, ha, 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 "You won't beat me." It's Malekith, Lord Dump. Do you know why he's as strong as he is? Because he is the first Elden Lord, is he not? The original Elden Lord, back when the Crucible was a thing. Before the Erd Tree, this dude was the reigning Elden Lord. And again, this goes back to my oh. original statement where some of these optional bosses, because you don't have to beat Placidusax to beat the game. And wait, he's pretty freaking hard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you lose your remembrances when you go into new games? <coughs> of course you do, yes. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, you mean like the items? No, the remembrance. So like the remembrance itself, not like the... From the bosses. Once you kill the bosses, you get the remembrances. Yes, I think those go away. I had like eight of those. Yeah, I have all of them. Also. Yeah, why didn't, you, why, why didn't you? Why didn't you? I was them? supposed to get the, get it from Placidusax's dra- draconic incantation. Why didn't you use them? I don't know. Anyways. Well, you still have to do a lot of the great rooms. Hmm? You only have like one, don't you? Well, I only have he Godrick's. can't do it anymore because he well, started he's over. He's to start over. Don't say, don't say that because I'm going to be murdering every single boss. Well, I have on all stream, the, the great I'm rooms. For just me murdering Radon, Renala, Morgoth. I will literally do one stream dedicated to killing all the middle game and early boss, early game bosses. Just watch. Okay. It's going to happen. I don't know when. Probably not today or anytime soon, but it will happen. Sure. Okay. All right. 
Gonna murder All right, everybody. So that's Placido Sax. The less we talk about him, the better. Jesus Christ. Um, well, basically. how did you guys beat him? Because I, I guess that's part of the, the whole thing about us talking about Endgame. Well, how, how did you guys beat him? I already said it's uh, unholy use of Black Blade yeah. and Shard Spiral. And you did the same thing, right? Not Shard Spiral because I would never resort to sorcery. Yeah. Um, Black Blade and Black Knife. Teach. You can't. Yeah. You, uh, Black Blade you, isn't. You don't sorcery. have the high rate in it. You don't have the high road anymore. Black Blade Mr. is incantation. I'm only gonna rely on melee weapons. Okay, but I wasn't relying on rivers of blood, and that's it. Rivers of blood and sorcery are the two easy way ways out. I didn't rely on either. There's one more, but I'm not gonna. What is that? In that? It's not. It's not blood and blood. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's not the Fang. That's not. If anything, there are so many other. If you're gonna rate that as uh, an easy way out, then there are so many others that you could go for, like the Halo Scythe, which is supremely overpowered. Yeah, like freaking Moonveil, which I mean, Moonveil got a lot of downgrades. I mean, not downgrades. The um, Dark Moon Great Sword. Dark Moon Great Sword is not an easy way out. Uchi Gutana is an easy way out. That's it's not no. All right. Anyway, anyway. Right. Yes, yeah, so let's let's get past Placidus X. Please, please. Okay. So after you kill Malaketh, you then get transport because upon doing that, you also release the rune of death. Yes. Now is when you really burn the earth tree. Yes. It's burning. There's like flames. It's red. Like so burned that now Landel, capital of Altus Plateau, becomes Landel. Capital of Ash. No, you get destroyed. transported there after achieving or releasing the Rune of Death. Once you get there, you know, you, you, you kind of know your way to the to where you got to go. You got to get to the Erd Tree. Naturally, you go through Godfrey's area, but you have a surprise visitor. So, man, a little decrepit old man who's been leeching off your accomplishments... His name is Gideon Offner. No, the goat. No, not a goat. The goat. He is deplorable. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Gio, he is a boss, here. but not much of one. <laughs> I literally beat him in, what, 30 seconds? Yeah. You, you don't even need the mimic here. I don't know I, why you summoned I it. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought I thought he was going to offer more of a, a problem, and apparently... Three hits and he's done. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that's it. Whatever. But Is you over there, <laughs> need yeah, I remind you? You guys are. You need I remind you? You guys are sixty levels above me. That doesn't even matter. Even your without six, your arcane is ma- basically almost maxed out. So of course you're dealing. Of course well, you would melt I him. respect going into the the final battles. So I. I your arcane was change. still your arcane no, no, was I, still I, I, incredibly fine. high. I, what I did was I I got rid of a lot of the the mind and endurance, and I pumped all my stats basically into decks and arcane, and I threw in a little faith so I can use incantations. My vigor was at the low twenties. So was my decks. So was my strength. Okay, but that my endurance no, was the only thing that was... That has but I wasn't no dealing enough damage. And no excuse on Gideon no. off me. I wasn't dealing enough... First off, I wasn't dealing enough damage. Second off, my health was extremely low. 
So each time he did one of those super sorceries, it would always one hit me. Mm, he has sorceries. sorceries? He yeah, uses he uses both mainly sorceries ending hentai. He uses he uses he mainly sorceries. Yes, he uses Scarlet Aonia if you let him. Scarlet well, Aonia. Him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scarlet That's Aonia. So. I was like, where? No, this? it's actually a actually it's a really good spell. Not that good, but I mean, I don't agree. But his whatever. sorcery. One hits me, so of course I'm gonna die super easily. All I had to do was find the right spot, and then but he would always get me with the sword of night and flame attack. Wait, no, not sword of night and flame, the Renala attack. What, Comet Azor? I don't know the names of sorcerers. Is it the uh, is it the, the Kamehameha? No, it's the spike, the spike, spike? sorcery. That's not what not sword swords? of night and flame. Yeah, it's not Sword of Night and Flame. It's like one of the... You know what I'm talking so about, So basically, right? Comet. Yeah. That one hit me. Legit. I but didn't I didn't can, have enough health to defend. That's easy to dodge. Like, yes, but... Gideon Offnir is supposed to be the easiest in all the game. Even... You could be level 80 and you could do that without getting okay. killed. Like, nah, I'm sorry. There's no excuse, man. There's no excuse. But even still, it's... It's whatever. All right, Gideon Offnir, Lord Dump, he's an a-hole. How is he an a-hole? He basically no, mistreats his daughter, who is his adopted daughter, Hor- uh, not Horlu. oh God, Nefeli Lu. <laughs> not, not to mention, he is a vicious persecutor of the Albanorix. Freaking goat, I swear to God. Albanorix deserve nothing but death. That's just racist. I'm being flat out racist. Yeah, like that. That is actually. But I use them as they're a farm. even. They're they're even a persecuted people in this game. Is really that makes it racist. worse. Oh my god, this is really racist. Is <laughs> and I use them as a farm. I use them as a farm at Mog's place. Yeah, I, I mean, I do that too. <laughs> yeah. I'm racist. So even they're really the Almanorix are well and truly the most persecuted species in the game. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's horrible. Like so much so that it like <laughs> somebody needs to stand up. You know what? The next you know time there was there, someone who stood up for them who? in game. Uh, Halig Tree Knight Loretta. <laughs> she basically led them to the promise, or some of them, to the promised land of the Halig Tree, <laughs> and we killed her <laughs> twice, twice over. Yes, so <laughs> we killed her. We killed the icon of the Albanorix, <laughs> and we also <laughs> just mess. <It's> just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Albanorix ain't catching a break. It's so racist. <laughs> but right, yes, so Gideon off there. Vicious persecutor of the Albanorix, and basically a, a whole of the lands of lands yeah. between so. the goat. And then we move on to a true greatest of all time. Orlu, yeah. Or- he's, got Lou. Of my, he's got one he's of my easy. favorite designs. I don't care what you say. He's so easy. Yeah, he he, like he's attack, easy but... when he's easy when you have sixty arcane. Okay, that was him, I, not me. I only have like arcane. Like you, you talk the... about someone whose health bar got criminally melted. <laughs> I look at Godfrey in your run. Well, mm-hmm. Godfrey, he beat me. What is it? Twice before I finally got my bearings. Somehow, on somehow, you know, with your arcane, which was like sixty, eighty. Around there, it was sixty. Six? No, not even. It's it was fifty at the time. Oh, 50. Still, I that's didn't hit the. I didn't hit the soft cap. You know, it's unholy. 
Yes, um, he melted very quickly once I got my bearings straight, and he was done like instant. I think AJ was like shocked when that final battle. I happened. genuinely was. He's like, "What the heck?" Because his, I took off probably a good thirty three percent on one hit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he is definitely good to beat as a bleed build. You know. Now, you apparently had such an easy time. What was the attack you hated the most from Mr. Horaloo? I mean, I'm pretty sure we have all the same attack. Really? Mind. Do we? What is this attack? The um one where he like crushes the ground, huge spike thing. Not the spike, but the 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 earthquake thing. Yeah, that's it. The one that the Hulk. I hate having being Don't subject to, and kind of love seeing too um it is the grapple okay that's my favorite attack even though it sucks but it's the easiest dodge but there's actually one that's even worse than the because there's one in his second phase where he digs both his hands into the ground and makes the entire arena practically the entire not not like just where you are Practically the entire arena and lifts it up and, you know, does the whole earth shatter thing. He's basically the Hulk. At that point, yeah. Hmm. Just, uh. He's he's kind of annoying, but um, with the right build, you can melt him very, very easily and stuff. So you had the hardest time with him, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Of course. And then there's this one who killed him by accident because he kept skipping the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the cutscenes. Skips them every time. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> We're talking about Eli. Eli skipped the cutscenes. By accident. By accident. I wanted to see and every, every time you did it, you were like, no. You, you knew that you did it, and it was like, no. And then you died, and then you went back and skipped it again. It was like, no. <laughs> and then you died, and you went back, and you did it again. And you were like, no. And then, and then that was the last him. time. <laughs> so, but at least you got to see my cutscenes. Yes. So you saw, you at least you got to see the cutscenes, so, which is cool. I've First given the cutscene enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Horalu. He's going to fight. As Horaloo Warrior. He's got a great design. I love his design. Everybody I knew you would. Everybody in the game does. Hmm? Everybody in the game yeah, does. Yeah, design. that's true. But I, I, I especially like the lion. You know, Sarosh. Yeah, which he <laughs> Poor Sarosh. Which he murders in his second phase. Lore dump time. Did you know that was a gift from America, his first wife? So why a even lion? do that? Ungrateful. Well, because he destroyed the gift. First of all, she was the one that kicked him out. Oh, okay. She kicked him out along with his band of warriors to the outer lands, let's say. So they could fight, die, live, repeat, and become even stronger warriors that can eventually face her and by de facto Radagon. Additionally, <laughs> Those warriors that he left with are the founding origins of the Tarnished. 
So he is the tarnished leader, actually. All righty then. That's cool. We just had to murder him. Yeah. Oh, and don't forget that Morgoth and Moog are his sons. So why was he guarding Radagon's place? Because he wanted. He to wasn't guarding them. He was. He was actually going to break down the door and face them. You just happened to come in and be like, "No, I want to face them too." And he's like, "No, no, 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 yeah, no." Like, first, Elden Lord gets first pick. Let's go. Okay. Spoiler alert. It's kind of like that scene in uh, the boys, right? Soldier Boy is there to kill the the twins. Right, and then Homelander comes. So interesting. Spoilers. No spoilers. Everybody's seen it. Come on. No. All right. Well, anyway, spoiler. I'll put a spoiler alert on. <laughs> a little too late now, but on the video. <laughs> so, so that's it'll, it'll go in edits. It'll go in edits. Last but not least, the final boss of the game. You enter the Erd Tree at last, and in it, you find the most elusive character of all time. I'm going to kill him It's literally the question in the trailers. A, who shattered the Elden Ring? And B, where is Queen Merica? She's disappeared. What happened to her? Let's answer two of those questions with the same answer. Merica is the one who shattered the Elden Ring to begin with, and B... She's stuck in the Erd Tree, where you currently are now, crucified. I wonder who crucified her. You know. <laughs> Us? Yes, you do know who crucified her. We crucified her? No. Who crucified her? Who uses a crucifixion attack? Radagon. Does he? Elden Beast. There we go. Oh, so they crucified Radagon. America. Why? She shattered the Elden Ring. Why do, Punishment. Why do they care? The Elden Ring is the greater will's hold on the lands between. Why is it the hold on the land between? Because it's a manifestation of his power. Why is it a manifestation of his power? Because it's tied to the Elden Beast. But why is it tied to the Elden Beast? Because the Elden Beast is the con- the, the Elden Beast is the literal personification of the concept of order. Really? Yes. Oh, he's Golden Order? Like, pers- not personal. That's you're all his me. attacks, man. Oh, my God. So That's he is literally the all order. his attacks. He is Order, not just the Golden Order. He is the concept Order. But that would make him Golden Order, too. Yes, it would. But I'm saying. <laughs> but isn't just... Radagon Order? No, he's not. But he's he has Golden Order. No, he uses Gordon, Golden Order spells. Golden Order. Okay. He's the champion of the Golden Order. That doesn't make him the Golden Order. So why would they kill each other? <laughs> forget it, forget it, forget it, forget it. We'll get into the lore yep. in a second. Yes, that lore there is interesting. But Radagon, you two yes. went the painful route. Because gods don't bleed. <laughs> But see, the difference is, and so during my run, I entered with those tal- talismans, and E suggested I change them out to make sure I had the. I, what talisman is that? The one that that negates holy damage. Halig, uh, Halig Pearl, Drake, I think. Pearl yeah. Drake. 
No, for Pearl Drake is it, fire. No, Pearl Drake is all non-physical. Halleck Drake also, right? is for holy. I use those. I use both of those yeah. talismans. I switched those out. Um, Why do you have stamina talisman? And then, but I kept the rivers of blood. But the difference okay, the is way. the difference is is that I used um, the rune arc, and this this is the first time I've ever used a rune arc in a, in in game period. I used the rune arc where I used Margot's great nope. rune, Godric's Godric's great great rune, right? Which raises all attributes, right? Um, I also used the Holy Order incantation, and I also used the flame flame grant me strength incantation. It doesn't really do much for you before though. before going. It well, does it does because barely. because Radagon like exalted flesh that will just completely. But I only had four of them, and I and I. I had more than four fights, so by the time that I got around to the end, I didn't have any more exalted flesh. Um, the thing about it, and the reason why I use flame grant me strength, is that yes, Radagon and the Eldian beasts are kind of immune to bleed, but they are not immune to fire. Yes, and the rivers of blood does damage on both levels, and so the reason why I use flame grant me strength is that I boosted the flame aspect of rivers of blood well you know flame grant me strength is just a general boost to attack it it's not just fire it doesn't buff fire oh okay it doesn't yeah. really all right well then you know what i was completely wrong yeah. <laughs> but it you still know? worked for you honestly it still worked because you know what yeah. now now with my particular fight and we're going to see your fight live <laughs> because yes. your fight live was oh probably the most interesting fight that any of us have ever had. And I was, my fight against the Elden Beast was pretty exhausting. And you had the coolest fight because it was like, it was like a, one of those Michael Bay movies where it's like, I'm about to do the attack. I only have one, one health left. And then the, the Elden Beast is like, I'm about to do an attack. I have one health left. And then it's going to be like, we're going to do like a clash. And then like, yeah, yeah, it was it almost was... like surreal watching it because it was like slow motion. It was like, get the last attack, get the last attack. <laughs> oh no, he's about to do another attack. You're at low health. Yeah, I literally oh. had, I literally had one more hit. I would have been dead. Yeah, but the same thing applied to Elden Beast. So it was who gets the attack Dude. off first, and that was probably, and I, you know what? Not for nothing. Watch it. Yeah, but not for nothing. That. Last battle that I had with the Elden Beast was probably the most perfect battle to end the game that I have ever had. You know what I'm saying? Because literally it came down to who is going to get the last shot. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So on that aspect, it was super awesome. Eli, on the other hand, (laughs) Eli became another persona. He went by several different personas in one episode. <laughs> but Jeez. he was, he was, I, I think we should just put it on right now. Because here we go. Eli. You're probably going to hear it in the background, too. Became. <laughs> he, first, it, it, it was, was like, he was Godry first when he first walked in. Then you know he what? became Chaos. Then he went and said, I am the boss. 
and slowly indoctrinated Radagon into believing that he wasn't the boss, and that's why he lost. Yes. And then when he finally came to the Elden Beast, you know what? It was something else entirely. Let's let the video speak for itself. It felt like Arrow when he says, "I." What, what was his his famous line? I'm. I needed to be someone else, something else. Right. I needed to become someone else. I needed to be something. There else. you go. Da, 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 Eli literally embodied that in that last fight. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put it on now. Here God. we go. Okay. No, please. So, yes, yes. We have him. And Where he's got like about 25%. What are you doing? Just stop. Oh my God, stop. For God's sakes. Is it too much to ask that you just die? <laughs> too much to ask. That you stop just doing die. repeat attacks. It's annoying. It's so annoying. Uh, there it is. I am the freaking boss. I am chaos. I am chaos. No, I am chaos. I am chaos. I am death itself! I am the one who knocks! I am vengeance! I am vengeance! I am Batman! I am freaking Batman! No! 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 Yes! Yes! I am vengeance! I am vengeance! That's the final persona! I I am not vengeance! I am freaking vengeance! No! I don't care! Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh wait. Let me just literally the boy went. Oh my eyes! He, he lost. He he went crazy at that point. <laughs> but yeah, that's the most unhinged I've ever seen him in a game. <laughs> he literally just said, "You know what? I beat the Elden Ring. Y'all are not gonna see the ending. I'm just gonna skip through all the cutscenes." <laughs> God, <laughs> that was an amazing ending to his to his fight. Oh, I mean. God. Nobody, nobody is gonna top that. That was that was the a great ending. Fight. Is he is the boss? <laughs> he even God, used an I'm obscure vengeance. Breaking Bad line that I still have I am yet the one to who knocks. I'm the one who knocks. I don't remember that from. Breaking I don't run Bad, from but... danger, Skyler. I am the danger. <laughs> okay, well that That's I do amazing. remember. Oh my gosh, two of the greatest fights that I think I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, so. I, I've already kind of explained what I used. I, I totally ditched uh, the. By this point, I have a totally ditched the meteor staff, meteorite staff, and just went straight for the dragon seal. Right, the dragon, dragon communion crest shield. No, oh, no, dragon communion seal. Oh, you did. Yes, Why that's are you what. Okay. That? I was using. I did have dragons. I had dragon ice. I also okay. had uh, rotted breath. Oh, not yeah. gonna do anything for you. No, no, it wasn't for this fight, but I, you know, I used it for other things uh, previous. Should use it for Placidus Axe, even though he has a high resistance. And I also have Swarm of Flies, that also will not do anything. Yeah, it's not that good when I used it. It's, it's yeah, really I, I personally think it's overrated. Well, yeah. Swarm of Flies, the the reason you use it is not for the damage that it causes. It's the bleed. It, it's for yeah, exactly. It's for the bleed because it it gets them into that bleed status really, really quickly. You know what I'm saying? And it does stagger. So oh, it, not that. not a lot, but it does stagger. So that's why I have it. But I didn't use any of them on, on these fights. Um, but, yeah. So 
worst attacks. I mean, there were many. Oh my god! I think Eli hated the crucifixion. Oh man! Jesus Which I actually tanked. I don't know how, but then yeah, again, I don't. He, if anyone my, my, passes the vigor check here, like you yeah, are the only one that passes the vigor check. Because I knew I'm go- I was going to need it. My style is very aggressive, and so you know, I needed to be. I needed to be able to tank. I'm not as good as you guys when it comes to dodging and stuff. So I knew my limitations. So I said, you know what? I'm going to pour everything into vigor because I need to be able to go toe to toe with these guys. So my play style is a little bit different. I, I know it annoyed you guys sometimes because I can be very hyper aggressive, but that's just my play style, you know? You gotta um, switch out of that playstyle. Well, it worked because it's actually I was able the playstyle I had to adopt to beat yeah. Melania in like twenty minutes. You have minutes. to find the right balance. You can't just be hyper aggressive and then just and not defend yourself. You have yeah. to find the balance. I know, it's true. So, um, but that that was my thing. So, the crucifixion you did not like. No. Did you like the golden circles? That wasn't really too bad. I don't think there were really any attacks that were too bad. Radagon was had probably had the worst attacks in my opinion. Yeah, only because so, in a way. at least for me, because Radagon's attacks were sort of hard to dodge, where you would dodge backwards and then the explosion from the ground would. He know. had very big AOE attacks. It wasn't that. It, it was. It wasn't the fact that they. It, it's the area that he had right. And what a confined yeah, area, area you're relatively in. It was just, you know, when you dodged, uh, like his, when he slammed the ground with a hammer? Ah, uh, thrice slammed. Yeah, it's easy to, you're, I figured it out like halfway through the stream where you need to, where I needed to sprint, but it's kind of hard for me to dodge it because whenever he does it, he does the attack, but then it's like a delayed explosion from the ground. So if you dodge backwards, you're just gonna it's just gonna hit you and you're gonna fly up and hit the ground. So that's why it was weird for me. Otherwise yeah. the rest of the attacks were so easy. No, I, I do not like I do not like Mr. Elden Beasts. I'm gonna wiggle my wings and throw like a thousand <laughs> shards shard a golden shards at you from the air. Absolutely hate those attacks. Yeah. Those those Especially in that last battle, all I was doing was rolling for my life, you know, and and they follow you. That's the thing, right? It's just, oh, and then who can forget lucky. Elden Stars? <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of attacks, but it's kind of it's kind of par for the course if he's going to be the final the final boss that you fight in a game like Elden Ring, right? They're not yes. gonna make it easy. So yeah, that that was a pretty tough, tough fight, um, but it was fun. The weird thing is that when you're fighting Radagon, you get the main theme of Elden Ring, right? No, it's not weird. It's no, no, no. But but the thing is, is that when you're fighting the Elden Beast, there's this like s- soothing, calming, calm, serene. You know, it it kind of. It's like a weird thing to fight under those circumstances because at one point, you know you have to be like, oh, I got to kill this guy. But at the same time, it's like, oh, but this music is putting me to sleep. 
<laughs> it's so calming and soothing and stuff. It's just like a weird set of extremes there, right? Fighting a celestial. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Any lore that we have, we have a lot of lore for these two guys, right? So. I mean, we already kind of touched on Radagon in that first one. Um, I mean, the other thing that is really interesting about this particular area is remember when you had to go into the Academy of Rey Lucaria and there's that blue seal at the entrance? Yes, I do remember. You need it's a like, key to get through it. It's, it looks almost like a snowflake, right? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And it has a bunch of grid lines and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you look at the thorns of the Erd tree very carefully, Radagon uses the exact same spell, literally ripped and appropriated for the Erd tree entrance. That's cool. That's cool. Um, as far as the Elden Beast is concerned, I mean, you kind of know everything there is to know about it. It's from space. It's sent by the greater will. It's the living personification of the Elden Ring. Um, that's very superficial stuff there. It's sent from space? Yeah. It's the, like Space Godzilla? Well, no. <laughs> you want Space Godzilla, oh. you better look at Asto. Oh, better. Asto. It's more like King Ghidorah. So they're both like Space Godzilla. No. Oh, uh, wait. The, Oh, the King Ghidorah. Is kind of different. It's like King Ghidorah. Yes, but I, I would much rather equate it to King Ghidorah than anything else. Oh, um, cool. King Ghidorah of Elden Ring. The only other thing I'll say probably Era. about America instead is that, man, <laughs> you talk about wanting to root for someone. America gave you Hugh. America gave you your time outside the lands between. Because if you study Hugh very carefully, he has his own separate but passive quest line. There's a point where you can see him praying to America. Who's and Hugh? Good- Battle Hughes, mage. He's a mage. Wow, you too. Really? Am I wrong? The Smith. <gasps> oh, the go! Oh, it's a shame what happened. A, isn't there a, a spirit ash called Battle Mage Hughes? Also, that's Hugus. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Hugh. Oh, Hugh. I'm sorry. I th- I thought you were saying Hugh. No. Hugh, like H U G H. Hugh. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Smith and the the Round Table hold. Yes. Mm-hmm. That man was put there by America herself and said, make a God-slaying blade, bro. That's your only... That's You have one job. So did he make it? It's the weapon you use to fight Radagon slash America. So you can make multiple God-slaying swords? Technically, if you have the ancient somber, but... Wait, so then why does he... I have like five of those, but why does he like... Ask him to do it. Is he like trying because to kill America, himself? Because America... Wait, what? Like, does he want you to kill him? Her? Who wants... Yeah, well, see, here's the thing. America starts to become disillusioned with the Golden Order. Especially... She's figuring that out. She's also figuring out that 
Radagon wants to become a god. Radagon eventually becomes a god when he shares his body with her. So is he bipolar? And so that's why America's like, okay, Hugh, you got to make a god slaying blade. And it's kind of to kill me, but also Radagon. But he has multiple personalities. He's like split. It's weird well, because bad. I wouldn't say that. Merica and Radagon are technically two different entities, but they share the same body. Think of, you know what's a great example? The Rebus. There have been multiple, uh, at least references on the wiki also, that their relationship is like that of a Rebus. If you remember the end of Castlevania, where, uh, what's it, Dracula and his wife share the same body. You're referring to the Netflix series. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's also just a thing in lore. It's basically like that. Um, (laughs) So when that happens, she's like, okay. It's it's like I just, you know, it's like I said, you got to make a weapon. Okay. Who's it for? Me, but also Radagon. So, how does that work? Does she like? Can she like switch bodies? I mean, not switch bodies, but can she like switch, turn into America like mid battle? Um, at that point, no, because oh. she's presumably weakened by both being imprisoned by the Elden Beast and Radagon together. Because remember, Radagon is not only inhabiting her body, but her body also houses. The Elden Ring itself, which is the Elden Beast. So hmm. that's technique. At that point, it becomes a two on one match. And she's strong, but part of the reason why she's strong is because of the Elden Ring itself. <coughs> so, like, but that is an interesting point to bring up because uh, unless I'm getting it wrong, during when she was shattering the Elden Ring, it said that at the same time that was happening, Radagon was trying to repair it. Mm. So one's trying to break it, then it switches and it's like, okay, no, fix it, fix it. No, break it. No, fix it, fix it. Break it, that's it. Oh, that's weird. Okay. I I think we definitely should have a a podcast in the future just on Elden Ring lore because it, it does seem like there's a lot to unpack. Um. And it's an actually a pretty interesting story. So, definitely. All right. Um, we're going to wrap this up. Any final thoughts on... Yes. Did we miss anything? I wanted, I wanted to mention my woe. Your what? My woe. Okay. So, I recently whoa. found out that whoa. I have 40 of the 42 achievements for Elden Ring. There's only one left before I get the umbrella achievement that says, congratulations, you did all of them. (laughs) This one achievement is literally the thing I want least to do because I hate the implications that come with it. Oh, yes. I know what you're talking about. The very last achievement I have left to do is to achieve the Frenzied Flame ending. And I hate it. It's the best ending. Because it is the most emotionally charged of the endings, in my opinion. Wow. Because I've actually seen some of the... Because 
a lot of people complain that there's a dearth of Melina content, but she actually get she actually gets quite a bit of content with From the Frenzied, Frenzied Flame, yeah, and that. it's sad. I don't want to do it, but oh, I'm going to have to do it. No, she doesn't die. Oh, that's unfortunate. She literally the only way she dies is if you don't do that quest line. Oh, so but I won't do basically, it. like, because it's a running joke with my friends that the frenzied flame is like it's heresy. It's not heresy. It's evil upon evil. It's Probably evil. the greatest evil right? aside from the dung eater. And so Ooh, one of my friends likes to use, you know, frenzy incantations. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was also considering doing the ending for that. And I was like, no, that is heresy. Don't you dare do it. This, <laughs> You're going down a path I can't follow. Mm-hmm. Only to find out now that I'm going to have to go down the path that I can't even follow. It sucks. It doesn't suck. It's like, do you know what that ending actually entails? No, I don't care. Good. Kill everyone. Everybody deserves it. Become the ultimate villain, right? Yes. Good. And in the process, sounds so cool. Not to spoil the 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 additional ending, but like. Part of what's heartbreaking about it, aside from all the lead up to Melina saying, no, don't do it. When she goes to start tracking you, she finds the torrent ring and it turns to ash. Yo, (laughs) I don't mean to sound statistic, but that's absolutely insane. That hurts so much. That's amazing. Torrent is dead. And then in that very same cutscene, it's also practically implied that she's the glow-eyed queen. Because not only does her whole look change, she has the eye. The other eye opens, and you can see it. Is it like? And then she literally says, "I'm gonna deliver you what's yours, you bastard. I'm gonna bring destined flame rain it down on your, you know what, rump rumpus." Oh God. Like. That's awesome. This is the most emotionally charged ending That's out of amazing. all of them. I hate it so much. That's so cool. Why would you not want to kill Torrent? So there's I a, don't want... No! There's a total of, what, six endings? Yes. Okay, so you... you Eli did the most basic one, right? You did Age the, of Fracture. The Age of Fracture. I went ahead... And the Age of Fracture, well... We don't know what it is because you skipped through all of it. I can tell you what it is, though. So basically, it's the generic, okay, we're going to mend the Elden Ring. And we're now the head of the Golden Order. Oh, it's the happy ending? It's not a happy ending. Oh, okay. If you look at it in depth, yes, you become the Elden Lord, but literally nothing changes. Oh, so it's You're just inheriting a a broken world and it's still the status quo. Okay. That's the Age of Fracture. I did the Age of Stars, which is the the finality of Rani's quest, right? Yes. You have to do Rani's quest to be able to get Age of Stars. Age of Stars felt weird to me because it felt like you were basically shrouding the lands between in darkness. But it's actually the better of their endings, and here's why. Yes... The whole point of that ending is to remove the influence of the gods. Granted, it takes an outer god to do this, but 
the whole point is Randy's going to take the the dark moon, mm-hmm. which is the outer god, away from the lands between. They're going to go on like a thousand-year voyage in space. So while she is the new god of creation, in a sense, she's also leaving so that everyone obtains free will. And you basically have a choice. If you make a crappy choice, that's on you. But if you make a good choice, hey, you made the world better. And there are no gods trying to meddle and like, oh, okay, well, this person is bad type thing. Because so it's, it's almost like the death of the gods. In a way. In yeah. a way. But one of them is just leaving. Yes. So, okay. I, I mean, I guess I guess it just felt dark. The way, yeah, the way it's she meant was to be describing it. You know, um, so that's the age of stars. There are others, right? Yes. So I also did age of stars, but I also did two others so far. I'm going to do a third one and hate it. There's also the age of perfect order. This is what happens when you bring, when you go to the end and complete the gold masks quest line. You get the Mending Rune. These are at least four of these endings are tied to, no, three. Three of them are tied to Mending Runes. So the Mending Rune of Perfect Order gets you the Age of Order ending. And basically... I could have done that, right? No, you could not. Wasn't there one that I had where... You had the other one that I did. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So... The Age of Order ending is a slightly better version of the Age of Fracture, but at least this is the way some people speculate it. It's a deviation from the status quo, but not as much. Because you're obviously still at the head of the Golden Order when you do this, because Age of Perfect Order. Mm -hmm. But it's like more inclusive and at least perfect because the whole thing with gold mask quest line is it's basically an investigation of all the problems with the golden order. And so the end of it is like, okay, so here's the answer. Here's your room. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that's the age of perfect order. The one that I did. And the one you also had the option to do was the age of the Duskborn. And oh, this yes. is at the end, mm-hmm. you get the mending rune of the death prince at the end of Fia's quest line. What that does is basically, you know how the Golden Order has this complete hate pledge on the those who live in death? Mm-hmm. They are now woven into the Golden Order and basically the way the world works. So now they're an accepted and natural part of society. And it's just... It's kind of awkward because I don't remember. That one looks kind of weird because it looks like everyone's sort of suffering because there's like it's life that bleeds into death. It also bleeds into life. (laughs) It's kind of odd. I'm probably not doing the best explanation of it, but that's the other one. Then there's the a-holes ending. You have to complete the Dung Eater's quest to get 
the <gasps> mending rune of something or other. Basically, you get a mending rune out of the seedbed curse. And basically what that ending entails is that, yes, the Elden Ring is fixed, but now when everyone is born, they're afflicted with a curse. <laughs> really? <laughs> and then awesome. once they die or they have children, their children also are born with the curse. And it's just a it's multi-generational cascade of curses, curses <laughs> That's amazing. and affliction. This is why I hate that man so much. He's the only other person I hate aside from the Frenzied Flame ending. G-O-A-T. How's it go? And then, of course, there is the last one, which is the Age of Frenzied Flame, where you complete somewhat Hyetta's questline and discover the the Madness Dungeon Mm -hmm. behind um, the the Church of the Forsaken and you know you have an audience with not the two fingers but the three fingers finger. there are three fingers yep so three plus two is five fingers implying that the frenzied flame and the greater will were once part of a whole mm. but here's this is also getting into lore also the reason why they split is because they had a difference in ideology The Two Fingers and the Greater Will thought, you know, this Golden Order thing is good. There's nothing wrong with it. We're going to keep doing it. But the Three Fingers and the Frenzied Flame said, you know, I can kind of see the problems in this. This isn't working. No, it is working. So it's not. So Three Fingers is the good. And Three Fingers says, you know what? I see all these problems, but here's what we're going to do. Instead of doing some long arduous process to fix everything let's wipe the slate clean okay. and kill everything and start over from there so thanos yes but except you're not culling half the population you're everybody you're culling you're culling all of it well thanos <laughs> from endgame yeah yes so who did the hand belong to well no that no it's not that <laughs> the hand no eli no. it's not that they're part of the same literal hand. It's, it's a, oh, it's like sorry. a symbolism. It's just like, yeah, it's like that kind of thing. Sorry, okay. You cut the hand and then you. But cut the, the metaphor hand in half. is three plus two is five. They were once one hand, one god. So the hand is a god. No. <laughs> sorry. I'm the confused. three and two fingers are like the middlemen. They're like the. They're archangels to your God. They're the hand of God. Yes. Oh, that's actually so. Then who's the God? The Greater Will, or the Lord, or the Frenzied Flame itself. So the Frenzied Flame is, is a God. is a God. Yes. But I put that out. No, you didn't. When I went to the church, the tower, I just killed all of them, and then the Frenzied Flame was gone. That that was a manifestation. Oh, of its it was power. just like a little bit. That's like saying Sauron is Morgoth. He's not. So, and I could just... When I use Frenzy Fame, that's a manifestation of his power. His her. That's all incantations it's. are. They're drawing from a god. Oh, that's cool. Son, this is the best path. It's not the best path. Yes, it is. It's not the best path. Yes, it is. It's not the best path. You, yes. live, you live 
long enough as a hero to watch yourself Yo, become a villain. That's actually the story arc I'm running with my character because he tried all these endings and it's clear that they don't work. So now, basically what you said, you live long enough to become the hero or you you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yes, that's yes, basically that's on Connus's arc right now. <laughs> He's becoming the villain and I hate it. That's actually the, if I do a new game, that's actually the ending that I'm going to shoot for. Vengeance well, you is get an achievement out of it, so yep. there you go. Vengeance, um, which surprisingly... Trying sorry. to do everything. Yeah. Boy. Vengeance surprisingly contradicts his own name because in New Game, I haven't killed anybody. I'm like going full pacifism. Legit. I, I don't plan on killing anybody except for maybe the bosses. Okay. So, well, well that that's not change. contradicting vengeance. Yeah, that's still kind of vengeance. You're yeah, just, you're guys, just, I'm still killing. You're revenging yourself yeah, because exactly. of how much these bosses gave you grief the first time around. So I'm murdering all the bosses, but nobody else. Saving everybody else. That, that all does, the innocent yeah. lives. I might kill White Mask. He's not innocent. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I think we're going to wrap this up. We are past the two-hour mark on this. Um, yes. And there's still a lot of stuff that we can probably jump into but i think we're gonna save that for a future podcast podcast. so um just to wrap up anything else that we need to talk about or i think we're completely done if i talk about any more this will become five hours so you know what we are done people (laughs) that is the elden ring end game discussion that we just had um very fascinating and i hope that you guys take you know some tidbits out of it Maybe you don't. Maybe you just find the conversation interesting. But we thank you for listening in. Or if you're on YouTube, we thank you for watching. And so uh, if you're if you're listening, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. If you are on YouTube and watching, please remember to hit that subscribe button, press the like, and hit that little bell button, that little notification thing. So then that way, whenever we have a new video up, you guys will be notified of it. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And until next time, I am Walt. This is Luminetti Moog of the Moogwood Dynasty. And we are all tarnished. Ending thing. Stay geeky. No, that's the wrong podcast. Oh shit. That's our no. other that's our other podcast. What have you done? That is the Get Geek podcast, which we're gonna be probably talking about Obi-Wan. May our Elden Rings cross again. That kinda works. That kinda works. Wait, are there multiple Elden Rings? Well, there are multiple shards of the Elden Ring, which overlay to become the Elden Ring. May, may our, our tarnished may our tarnished paths cross again. Yeah, that works. That also works. But wouldn't they kill each other? Depending it's like PvP on and depending That's on true. which tarnished are coming across each other, that answer varies. It's on you. May our tarnished paths cross again. All right, sounds good. No. Later. May oh, our tarnished and jarnished paths cross again. So, like for millennia. So hopefully we pass, we cross paths again. Only in PC, though. For the more, yeah, more billionth time. Stop, stop. No, 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 no. <laughs>
No, end, end it, end it, please, end it. All right, later, people.